Hey guys, welcome to Dauntless Dreaming Con Emily, a space where we talk about overcoming the fears, the mental roadblocks of going after our dreams, a community where we listen and learn from other fellow brown girls doing the goddamn thing. I'm so excited to build upon this amazing community and keep it growing and open new doors to endless possibilities. I'm your host, Emily, and this is Dauntless Dream. Hey guys, thanks so much for clicking and listening to this new project of mine. Um, it is something I have dabbled in um, before, but it's also something I have been wanting to do for tumbleweed um for myself for a while and here i am i'm finally doing it it's now or never so i am here it's literally about to be 2 a.m um but i really just had it heavy to start recording i had the equipment i've had it for a very long time i've had the idea i have so many notes and i just kept pushing it and pushing it off um but finally here i am i'm recording and i'm so so excited so many of you guys are probably um brought here because of tumbleweed which is a lifestyle brand that I launched um three years ago it just turned three in August and I'm so so excited and so grateful um it has been a journey which we're gonna be talking and unfolding in future episodes it hasn't all been easy it hasn't all been um you know fun um there's been great moments great collaborations I've met incredible people because of this venture that I took a leap um, with three years ago. Um, But I also just wanted to make this episode and kind of share a little bit about my story, how I've gotten to the place that I am, and, you know, all the places I still hope to be. Um, But my name is Emily. I am 28 years old, and this is technically my third business venture. Um, I am your classic entrepreneur Latina, um, Mexicana orgullosamente. Um, that's another thing that I am also really excited to work on. Um, I have decided I really, really want to b- create, um, Spanish content. Um, you know, I, I want to really make a space for this version of myself that I think has been wanting to really take a forefront, but I have continued to kind of honestly just be afraid to get out of my comfort zone. So here we are. I was raised by a single mother who was an entrepreneur herself. She ran three businesses. One she opened um, when I was two years old and she ran for over 25 years. Um, And that was just a classic mom and pop dollar 99 cent store. Um, And then she, from there she opened um, 
a furniture business where it was called the Rustic Gallery, and she would design in um, furniture, and it would get custom made by a relative of ours in Mexico, and it was imports of Mexican designs and home furniture, home furniture, and all these beautiful traditional. Um, artisanal Mexican creations and then she also had a boutique Um, so I really was exposed to this lifestyle from day one Um, it's what I grew up knowing you know there's literally pictures of me (laughs) Um, like charging people when I was five years old you know I was what I was um uh, working the cash register, just your basic, you know, growing up in a, in an immigrant household. Um, my father is also an entrepreneur. Um, he had his own, uh, what do you call that? Like mechanic garage. He would rebuild cars. Essentially, he would buy cars that, um, were either savaged or wrecked and he would make them brand new again he'd make them really pretty and just resell them um so this is definitely you know something that is in my blood it's something um that I really believe is is special because I have always just seen possibility um in so much everywhere I turn I I always see what it could be you know and I I know that is not I think I've really come to understand that that is a gift Um, and not only like see it, but also go through with it. Um, And one of those, you know, not being afraid to go for it, um, which, you know, is something that tends to stop a lot of people. A lot of people might have the idea, might have the vision, but the fear of striking out keeps them from playing the game as cliche as that might sound but it's true um and I have been very lucky to grow up in a household or I guess you know my mother always encouraged me always supported um my vision my dreams and I have gotten to do so many great experiences in this life um and I think all of them led me to where I am uh so growing up I was very into the music industry I used to perform um from the time I was six up to the day I graduated high school um I used to sing dance all of that Um, To the point where I really thought music was going to be my career path. Um, When I was, let's see, I was a sophomore, going to be a junior. Um, I moved out to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I got to experience going to an art school that where I catered or where I I guess I am. where I majored in music, um, specifically in singing. 
Um, I was there for a little less than a year because I realized music <laughs> was not my thing. But getting to audition and it was it's a you know, the arts is a very disciplined um career path and I learned so much discipline in this time period um I would basically I got to go to a school that was a lot like victorious um is the best way I can explain it for you to understand you know we had a our regular classes in the morning and then whatever our art field was um we would go to classes in the evening so um, senior year, I went back to my hometown, which is Jamie, New Mexico, and I finished school out there. Um, and from there, I went to FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. A teacher of mine, I had never heard of this school, but a teacher of mine knew my love for fashion and um you know, I, I wanted to design. I wanted to be in this industry. I knew part of this industry because of my mother and I was going to the fashion district um, with her my entire life. Um, and then I became a buyer for her when I was about 16. And that's when I started going to LA on my own, which is crazy because I know so many people like I, I think about that and I know how unnormal that is. But by the time I was 16, I took my first solo trip to L.A. to do the buying um, for clothing. Um, from there, I so this teacher, um, I guess they presented this school to the faculty, but they didn't think it was like the type of school to showcase to a small little town, border town here in New Mexico, but this teacher grabbed a packet and gave it to me and it changed my life. Um, the process to apply to the school was very intense. Um, I remember it took me about six weeks. I had about six weeks to create a portfolio um, showcasing mood boards and styling um, and then I had to go through an interview process and this brown girl from Demi, New Mexico, the middle of nowhere, border town, got accepted to go to this fancy fashion school in LA and I was ecstatic. I was, it was all my dreams come true. And then the price for this school came up. <laughs> So this school was very, very expensive to attend. Um, I did have the opportunity to go for a quarter of the semester. And again, it was something that changed my life. It made me realize the opportunities, the world is huge and it's out there and it's possible and you can get at this moment. Unfortunately, I didn't have the, you know, the financial backings to keep me going to this school because you guys it was so stupidly expensive um but again it exposed me in just that time frame I got to meet CEOs of certain brands and businesses and they would bring in motivational speakers during lunch. It was just a crazy experience that to this day, I don't even 
fully acknowledge how incredible it was. Um, and I think for a long time, I, I was so disappointed that I did not have the economical background to be able to keep going. And I'm so glad I didn't. Um, I'm so glad I didn't take on these crazy loans to stay there. Now, when I say this place was ridiculously expensive, let me just say I was there for a quarter of a semester. And that quarter, I think it was yearly. And the yearly cost to go to this school was like, Fifty or $60,000 and it's a three-year program. So when I say stupidly expensive, I mean it. Um, now, I just take the fact that I was accepted into this very exclusive school is truly one of those things that really impacted and pivoted and is a pillar of my life and it gave me that almost like credibility to myself knowing that wow okay I do have something you know there is something in me that is capable of creating that so that happened um the summer after high school I actually didn't even apply to college that was the only school I I applied to um me senior year didn't really want to go to college school wasn't something I wanted to do um I remember I applied to to FITM and I said if I don't go to FITM I'm not going anywhere I'll just I'll just do my own thing um but I remember my my best friend at the time was like there's no way you're not applying to college and she literally filled out my college application and I think she just like pulled my my essay from because our high school made us do college essays but I had no intention of ever sending it but she she applied to to NMSU which is a local college here um the local university here in our state um but other than that I I genuinely would not have applied but again I had the opportunity I went to FITM I realized how crazy expensive it was and I had to make the choice of like, do I stay for another quarter and put myself in severe debt? Because again, at this point, I am an 18 year old living in Los Angeles, no money. (laughs) Um, I mean, close to nothing money. Um, Or do I go back because... I have an acceptance letter to this university back at home and there's a fashion program, but like it's in New Mexico. It's not the same, but you know, eh. so I decided, okay, I'm going to, at the time, you know, we got free, um, we would get a free scholarship. So I said, well, hell, I'll go try and get that scholarship. So I came back, I went to fashion school here very quickly learned it wasn't for me and I've just I've always put myself out there guys um now I don't personally if I'm completely honest I don't think college is for everybody I don't think you should force yourself to go to college because there's just just really think it through you know I feel like college so many of us put ourselves in debt in order to go through this and sometimes we don't even know what we want to do 
but I really did try to benefit the most out of this. Um, so something that I did was I wasn't really enjoying the fashion program at the university here. And I, my dad um, lives in Guadalajara and I just wanted, I, I, I would go and visit my dad and I really loved the city. And I was like, how crazy would it be to just go to school in Mexico? I started looking up fashion schools in Mexico because I already had this very amazing fashion experience in LA and I couldn't afford that. But I was like, okay, instead of trying to go to this huge university where the fashion program is mediocre, let me really embrace going to a school that embraces fashion. And so I found a school and I left and I loved it. I got to work with Mexican designers. I got to work in Mexico Fashion Week. Um, and all this was happening by the time I was 20. Um, I was working backstage. I was learning, you know, so much. Um, and I am fully aware that it's also about networking. And I, I take that was something I did was always just talking to people. Then I ended up coming back for a bit because everyone kept telling me, you know, just finish your your degree here in the United States. It's going to count for more, blah, blah, blah. And then I did an uh, exchange program where I ended up going back to Mexico um, and doing the fashion program at their state university where, again, I got to meet incredible people networking um, and to this day, you know, that is one of the things I've taken from all the places I have gotten to experience is networking and meeting people. So I have really, truly just gotten to have once in a lifetime unique opportunities. Again, being I grew up, uh, my family moved from L.A., this little border town off the I-10 because they saw you know, because they saw an opportunity to open businesses and they decided to come here. And I think when they moved, I was two years old and I think I have experienced so much. And because my family, I, I, I'm also very much aware that the way my family thought and operated was very different from what normal people did and I think it really made me you know I'm I'm I operate a little differently than most and what I mean by that I am especially when I was younger I was so okay with being out of my comfort zone to the point where like I craved it like if I got too comfortable I got bored and so I would need to switch my life around um, I would need newness I would need a risk I would need something um, and that's how all that came to be now also in between me in my college years I also opened my first business when I was 18 so um, a year and a day after I graduated high school exactly I opened uh, my first store which was Momo's Boutique in Demi New Mexico which is my hometown um, so at this point in time I think my family we had four uh, we had three businesses in town and it's a small town but I really wanted to do things you know I I 
I respected my mom, but I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do modern, you know, my own way. And it was doing very well. And I kept that business going for about two and a half. No, I think I kept that business for about three years. Um, But ultimately, I decided to close that because I was going to college. I was doing all those things you just heard me do and trying to have this business and employ and understanding employees um and how that just all of that um so yeah that's just a little bit of that and then in 2016 while I was in college um my roommate who became my best friend uh, me and her launched our own clothing um I'm sorry we launched our own jewelry brand and that was the start of another venture um the jewelry came to be while i was studying in mexico and i realized you know i i had access to to so much artistry to to so much hands-on um i immediately got to work with getting certain designs made and we just started booming we were working we started working with an accelerator program at nmsu who literally funded us to start this business which was an incredible incredible opportunity um and then we started selling at the farmer's market we started selling online we started selling to boutiques so we had all these we had about six vendors um around the city carrying our our designs um we were getting our custom pieces made we had our own workshop in mexico i was traveling back and forth it was just an immensely awesome opportunity um and i realized how much i love it and how much i wanted to keep doing this um in 2019 I really, I still wanted to do clothing. I still wanted, you know, I really wanted to grow um, the vision and use the skills I had been obtaining and learning. And so in 2019 is when I launched Tumbleweed. And (laughs) it was amazing. I had this, I started with very little funds, but with so much passion. And I think it really translated and then we were open for that storefront was open for five months and then COVID and everything. And here we are now, you know, and if you are listening and have been following this journey, there has been many, many turns to this in these past three years. Um, Tumbleweed officially turned three years in August and it's been a journey. This past year specifically um, has been one of the hardest years for me as an entrepreneur, um, as a woman, as an adult, um, as an independent person, you know, trying to run a business, have a life, um, and still also be a creative and all of these things um so I am really excited to kind of 
break this down and I've had so many people just come and tell me we want to hear your story we want to how did you do this how why did you how did you start a business so young and I'm like oof girl like this it's been a progression you know um everything has been just kind of a progress and shifting and and growing and molding it differently um but also this past you know since I've opened tumbleweed it's gotten so much exposure we've we've traveled um throughout the state doing pop-ups and getting to meet so many people um and it's just it's all been so fun I'm excited to add this other part of this to tumbleweed because like I said I've always envisioned yes tumbleweed as a store yes we sell clothing and all these beautiful things but it's also about making women know they're capable of doing it themselves they're capable of chasing their dreams they're capable of making it come become a reality and I I just want this I want to create a space where women feel seen where women feel supported where people can where they can come for advice um you know for so many of you guys come into the store and we end up talking for literally hours because you feel safe and you want to share with me and that is incredible and I love that. I've had so many people come and just be like, wow, you're so inspiring, everything you've done. And and it's also so humbling to me because, you know, I hear people tell me, and I'm so grateful, but I hear people tell me these praises and it's hard to accept them because to me I'm like, oof girl I'm still working on it like what do you mean like I am still a hot mess and I think that is just part of it we never fully see ourselves the way others do whether that's good and whether that's bad um but there is people out there who support you there's people out there who want to see you rise and I think we always talk about you know especially amongst women in the past there was always this kind of competition that happened and I love seeing that that environment is changing and getting to be a part of that is incredibly exciting to me so I just hope if you're listening that you gain something from this that it helps you want to chase your dreams because girl you're worth it you are worth chasing your dreams you are worth everything you dream of if you dream it it's because you can achieve it and I truly truly believe that um I've always believed that I've always said dream big um shoot for the stars keep going even when things get hard just keep going if you see yourself doing it it's because you are capable of doing it so welcome to this new venture this new space inside of tumbleweed and i'm so excited and i cannot wait to see what comes of it 
But that's it for this intro for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. I just wanted to share a little part of who I am, even if I ramble and I'm not even sure what I talked about. But this is me. This is Tumbleweed. And we'll see you guys soon.